0: A letter from Steiner Roche von Berengar, Garrison Commander of Fort Tulane. My dearest Harold, my love, I write to you with all possible mirth to allay your fears. That no, the people of Galeria are not, in fact, comprised entirely of swashbucklers and brigands, as your mother all too often finds necessary to espouse. It is true that the Galerian Armada possesses within itself a fighting force of maritime warriors unmatched by any in the archipelago in matters of naval combat, but it is true now as it ever was that Berengar fighters owned the day on dry ground. Sure, I had to crack a few heads together when I came and assumed command, but that was just as much about establishing dominance as it was about being a foreigner training Galerian natives in the fighting arts. My barracksmen are true to the last, Not that it seems like this place has much need for military police. In truth, Tulane is a idyllic town as I've found in my tours of duty throughout the archipelago. What crime there is here seems to be easily solved. Petty thefts and schoolyard extortions, and foppish dandies playing at being mobsters. All it takes is a stern look and a bit of saber-rattling to send any enterprising so-called criminals scrambling away. I miss the forests of Barren, the quarries of home, and the smell of freshly chiseled marble from Sculptor's Row. I miss you, my love. I don't believe that Fort Tulane really needs a soldier of my tenure to keep it in mind. This is a young man's commission. It should be given to some green captain with something to prove, not a veteran like me. I put in my transfer request to something a little closer to home. The Argent Dynasty needs a head of security for something they're planning later this year, and it would give me the opportunity to be stationed somewhere where the distance between us is measured in days rather than weeks. Like I said, this fort doesn't need somebody like me here. Nothing of note ever happens in Tulane. Hello and welcome to Roll Dice and Cry, an actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry.
1: We will also cry.
0: We will also cry. Today we return to the verdant hilly landscape of Tallane, Galeria, to Zara Fontaine and Tiuku Bell, who are here on a very important mission, but I'll let them introduce themselves and tell you what that is. And we're going to start with Emily.
2: Hi everybody, I am Emily Riespeck. Uh you can find me on Twitter at the Blue Valkyrie. Read my webcomic, the Blue Valkyrie Comic Blue Com.
0: And Nora.
1: Hello, I'm Nora Delius, and you can find me on Twitter at Snoro, where I draw things.
0: Fantastic. And I am Zachary Frederickson, your friendly neighborhood GM, who you can find at Obfuscating God on Twitter. So yeah, we're in Tulane. It's a city in Galeria. Uh it's a city where Ford grew up. It is a university town. There's a a university here called Belvedere University that a number of very important people have gone to. And you are here for what reason?
2: Uh, we are here because somewhere around this town there is a old piece of Titan technology that we are supposed to turn on, basically, and that should let us communicate uh with the the Bastion.
0: Yes, and 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 beyond potentially,
2: and beyond. Yeah.
1: Also setting up this communication for Galeria yes. for for the cultural admiral.
0: Yes, you've agreed to allow the cultural admiral. To share the secrets of this ancient communications technology so that it could be replicated across Galeria.
2: Uh, We also uh, said, I also told um, the dean of the university that I would, um, the dean of disciplinary concerns at the university, that I would search for a missing professor named Orion Montauk. Yes. Who was last seen going east towards this big old tower, and what luck, thinks I. Me, Zara, right. and me, Emily, because I bet you that's where, I bet you
0: that's where we need to go. That's, I mean, it's not a, not a bad, not a bad thought for sure. But right now, we ha- are not looking at where Zara is, because we are looking at where Tuku is. Because Tuku, you kind of slipped your own direction last yeah. time, because you, you got, you acquired some things mm-hmm. during the last mission, your last, your, during your, your stay in Azure <laughs> Bay.
1: Yeah. Gifts for me.
0: Gifts, yes. Gifts that you got for yourself that belonged <laughs> to other people.
1: <laughs> well, never mind.
0: And so you have, you've arrived at this place called the Wretched Squall. Yeah. Which is a, um, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a big, uh, not a big, it's like, it's kind of like a dive bar. It's kind of built into, um, it's like a hole in the wall almost. Um, I think, I think it might actually be a hole in the wall. Like, Tulane has, like, walls around the city because it's a, a, a relatively well-defended place. And you, and this is built into that wall.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, like a cellar bar, you know, mm-hmm. um, where you have to, like, walk down from the pavement, uh, to go inside. You know, can you, can you tell me about how the criminal underbelly kind of works in this part of the, of the archipelago?
1: In Galleria or just in Tulane?
0: Either one, whichever you, you feel more confident about uh, espousing.
1: I think I'll just go into Tulane right now, because it's like a university town, uh-huh. full of nerds, mm-hmm. so I assume there's not, like, a huge, huge crime underbelly. No. Like, uh, there's there's crime, but it's probably not, like, um, very organized, and uh, it's just, like, a lot of it's just, like, uh, misbehaving students, probably. Who think that they are no big shots? So, Tuku is very confident. At least, I think this is uh, what Tuku thinks of this mostly. So, Tuku is very confident, like.
0: So, so, so there are nerds, there are nerds here who commit crimes and think they're cool and hard. And are they the only, they're the only criminals here?
1: No, I think there's probably still, like, regular crime as well.
0: People who have connections to, to other organized crime elsewhere? Yeah. Speaking of organized crime, do you think there's, like, any. Crime syndicates? Is there like a mob
1: in Tulane,
0: or just in Galeria?
1: That would be really cool. I think there would be. I think there's something like that, definitely.
0: Uh huh. What What do you think the the, the gang is? The like the, the the organization?
1: <sighs> hmm. It's just it's just called the Sky. The Sky. Yeah, the sky is limited for what they do. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's really lame, oh no.
0: No, no, I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's lame.
1: Okay. Okay, it just got the sky the organization. It's a. Uh, it's very mysterious. Maybe there's rumors that it has like some connections to the navy, maybe through piracy. Oh uh, okay. A little bit. Okay. I think that'd be cool since that's a gallery's thing. Uh
0: huh.
1: I don't know if they do. But there's rumors about it, definitely.
0: About, about, about the, this, this like mafia organization is, is like feeding back into the. Yeah. The military. Okay. Yeah. It's a, you know, a snake that eats its own tail, and like so on and so forth.
1: Um,
0: okay, so they're called the sky. Yeah. And, um, okay, so you, you go into this bar. Is there a way for somebody in the know to be able to tell what a member of the sky looks like?
1: Hmm. Maybe they have like, uh, a- like a feather tattoo somewhere or something. I don't know. Is mm-hmm. that? But it's like not in the plain view for people.
0: That's not too bad. I was thinking like a like a cloud pin, which is kind of oh. silly.
1: It's cute though. Yeah. It's very fashionable.
0: Yeah, like a little little cloud. Um. So how do you, how does one go about fencing goods? Do you just go and talk to the bartender, or do you like? Is there somebody <laughs> here that you're like you can like zero in and be like that's the one who can take care of me.
1: Uh, hmm. I think the bartender's probably the best pet, but um, I'm not sure. All right.
0: Well, what does two could do? You walk into this bar.
1: Like maybe there's a special order that's just like a kind of like uh thieves' can in D and D. There's like a special order you place at a bar when you want to fend some goods.
0: huh. and is that every bar? Yeah. Okay.
1: Maybe like varies a little bit. uh Like. Per country or like something but i think it's like very universal mm-hmm. you know
0: um so what's that what does that order
1: hmm something really weird like not not really weird really really weird but something like that normal people wouldn't order by accident <laughs> maybe it's a poison that you order a
0: poison
1: yeah like you wouldn't go to a bar and order like poison so it's like
0: Probably, no, probably I mean, on one hand you could say that everybody who goes to a bar and drinks is ordering poison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like an official poison like uh
0: an official, an official branded copywritten. Poison.
1: Yeah, like a golden root daiquiri or something, I don't know. A, gold,
0: a golden root duckery sounds fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you order, and then you get to they they know what you want now.
0: Uh, okay. Let's let's go in there so Okay, so you've arrived. You're in this bar. Um, it is a smoky sort of place. A lot of, a lot of teens here. <laughs> um, like older teens, but they're still teens because this is like, you know, the 1800s and kids can drink and, and shit. And yeah, you know, it's just, it's very smoky. They're smoking pipes. They're smoking cigars. They're smoking cigarettes. They're smoking, you know, the reefer. Yeah. Um, and you describe to me what you do. You just like walk up to the barman and like,
1: yeah, just like order like a shot of milk and golden rootakiri, <laughs> just like straight up. I think.
0: Oh yeah, I think he's this is this bugbear feller. He's like a blonde bugbear, like almost golden brown coat, mm-hmm. uh, and and like brown eyes. And like most bugbear eyes are like dark enough that you can't really make out the color, but he's got like actual brown eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of polishing glasses and keeping things organized. And he slides you a shot of milk, and he says, "I'm gonna need a C of some ID for the other one."
1: Uh, Tuku puts like one a small bell on the counter. It's like, would this t- would this do? Would this be enough? You get a celebrity here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you wearing your mask?
1: Uh, yeah, I think she put the mask on like before she went in. Because, I mean, I don't think she's going to go in to sell stolen goods without, you know...
0: Okay, so, like, you just stepped... You stood at the door, put a mask on, and walked (laughs) in.
1: No, 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 no. She stood at, like, uh alleyway before this place. Uh Uh-huh. And waited for a bit. And, like, then put on a mask and stepped in.
0: Are you wearing any (laughs) other clothes differently than... Except for the mask?
1: Uh... Maybe she has to like what are those jackets that you turn you can turn <laughs> you,
0: can, you have a reversible jacket. Cool yeah. on one side it's got your cool nineties windbreaker aesthetic and the other side is just straight black. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. He sees it uh and he looks he's like his eyes flick up at you. And he kinda like takes a takes his wash rag and like wipes it across the counter and when it, his, he puts it brings it back up, the bell is gone. <laughs> and he says, uh we uh keep the premium stock in the back. I'm sure you can find your way there.
1: Of course. Thank you very much.
0: Sure. Uh, and he just goes back to polishing glasses.
1: And Tuku, just a little discreetly, but not, like, obviously discreet. It just, like, uh walks to the back. Like, she doesn't look around suspiciously or anything. She just, like, walks in. But she doesn't, like, you know, she does it quietly.
0: Yeah so there's a so there's a back room um and there are three people in this back room uh and they're currently playing i think like uh some combination of dominoes and mahjong hmm. it's like you know it's like a game that's like just you know a pervy like part of this world um but it looks they've these like little domino tokens like mahjong or dominoes they probably got like oh, yeah. cool little colored things um like like uh, ink uh inscribed in them like, like dragons and clouds and, and waves and ships and stuff. Very okay, cool. Yeah. It is two uh orcs and a koshaki. Hmm. Um one of the orcs is this kind of big uh brawl like burly fellow. We, he's got um face tattoos and a mohawk. Um kinda like forwards but like more wild. <laughs> and um, his horns have actually been cut down. Oh, so if you've ever seen like Hellboy, it's basically like those, and the 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 ends of them have been capped in gold or or brass. Uh, and he's got like he's got like a shirt like a like a sleeveless shirt and um like pants, and he looks like a pirate effectively. Um, and the other guy is wearing a really nice suit. Do you think there's a way for orcs to have hats?
1: Yeah, they just got cut things in them, like cut holes.
0: Okay, so he's got he's got like a <laughs> he's got like a nice hat on that's like made for his horns, which are which are probably like a little bit more um, you know, kinda curly, very very just nice looking, well well formed. And the, he's he's playing dominoes with the other guy. And the third person is a is a is a cat, a Koshaki, who is smoking and watching the game. He's like a, a black cat. Hmm. He's got green eyes. He's very like long and live. And wearing like leather armor, uh, and he has a scimitar that is no lo- that's not on his belt. It is like leaned against the chair next to him, which is actually easier to get to. And um, when you go through this door, the two orcs look up, but the cat doesn't. doesn't. Mm. So yeah, so the the guy in the in the hat, which is basically like a top hat, he kind of looks like a like a Monopoly man. <laughs> a little bit. He's very, he's very well dressed with like a wallet chain and a or a pocket watch chain and like a waistcoat. The the slick man he looks up and he and he he says, "Oh, hello, Kingly. We've got a a guest. How unusual!" And the other one look, looks over at you, uh, the guy at the mohawk, uh, whose name is Kingly Unbecoming. Oh. And he kind of like quirks a brow at you and he says. I don't think she's a guest.
1: What do you think I am, then?
0: A customer.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's about right.
0: And uh, the other guy, whose name is Perrier Dimitrios, um, he kind of, like, claps a hand on, on, on Kingly's shoulder, and he's like, no, 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 no. It's really the same thing. If you're here, you're partaking of our hospitality, even if you're partaking of our services. And Kingley just kind of grunts. <laughs> Now, friend, how can I be of assistance? Yeah, sit down and, uh, join the game. You can have Lantern here, uh, deal you in.
1: How delightful.
0: Mm-hmm. And the Koshaki, like, takes out, I guess, like, a, here's, like, a bag of dominoes and, and, like, shakes <laughs> out some and hands them to you. Uh, this, this Koshaki's name is Lantern's Light. And, uh, yeah, so you sit and you get dealt into this game, which I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> what is this, what is this game?
1: Uh, you say it was, like, mix of dominoes and mahjong.
0: Yes, and I'm saying that having never played mahjong, but having seen what the boards look like.
1: Oh, mahjong, it's like, it's like basically like poker. Oh, okay. Okay,
2: yeah. I, got a, I got an idea. What if it's like, it's got, like, mahjong, so you're trying to make the best hand, but, like, part of the thing is that, um... And maybe in this game, certain tiles are revealed, and it's sort of like a half-poker, half-bluffing game, because you can, like, reveal tiles and steal tiles from people. So it's sort of like a mix between, like, Mahjong, Liar's Dice, and, like, Old Maid. Okay. So you're trying to, like, get oh. get other players to steal your, like, shitty, um, you know, dominoes and keep your good ones and make the best hand. What about
0: that? That does sound yeah. cool. Um. And I wish I knew more about any of those games <laughs> to like understand what you mean, but it sounds cool. It sounds like the sort of thing criminals would play. Yeah, so yeah, so so I guess it's this thing where your hand is um like you put you put your hand out and you have um you have to like place them and you know what each one is, but you don't know but they don't know how well each one is, but they have to like pick from your hand? Mm. I guess. What's this game called? Yeah. Shoots and ladders. Okay. Well, <laughs> that at, That's a game. <laughs> I
2: like that. That's, um, a, that. that's
0: already a thing. What? Shoots yeah, and ladders. Is what a if game. it's
2: just called Islands? Uh, islands. Like island. it's played. It's played all across the archipelago, and it's called Islands. Okay. Every Every player's like hand is called an island, and you're trying to make the best island. I dig nice. that.
0: Nice. Okay. So yeah. So you get you get dealt into it with a hand of islands, and um, yeah. Uh, what do you what do you say as you're playing?
1: Mm, I think uh, she just like slowly starts making a small talk, like uh, um, how she had a visit. Uh, I had a visit to the cultural admiral at uh, Asher Bay, oh. and uh, he indirectly gifted me with some uh, very interesting artifacts and cool trinkets.
0: Um, I think the the uh, Perrier, the the slick man, kind of laughs at that. and says. Oh my! Well, I suppose for uh, an individual afflicted with the the bad case of sticky fingers, that's just got to be the worst place in the world to be, doesn't it?
1: Uh, I I find it very lovely, actually, but it was hard to get out with all the stuff that I've got. Mm. Quite heavy.
0: And uh, Kingly like like puts down a piece, and he says, "High profile.
1: <laughs>
0: How do we know that you're not being traced?"
1: Um, well, I'm not, uh, I'm good, obviously. I've never been traced in my life, that's a lie. Uh, she she doesn't say that's a lie. <laughs> obviously, she does say that. I love this lion um, cat.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think when you say you've never been traced in your life, uh, Lantern's light, his ear kind of flicks. He doesn't say anything. Um... <laughs> And Kingley's eyes, like, flick over and, and meet with uh, Perrier's. Perrier says, Well, Miss... What was your name again? I don't think I actually got it.
1: Uh, the Bell The
0: Belty. You can just
1: tea. call me Belle.
0: Belle. Well, my friend Belle, you will find that while we are, in fact, equipped with the resources materially to take these items off your hand, it, we would be doing so at great personal risk. Uh, regardless now, of your beliefs as to whether or not you were or were not tailed. That's simply not a risk that we can take lightly.
1: Now, the thing is that I I feel like, um, from the way he reacted, uh, my lovely involuntary benefactor, I think he was just delighted to have a celebrity visit him, really. So I don't think he misses this. He had quite a lot uh, back there, so... Really? I don't think he's even looking.
0: Kind of gives us, like, a smile, and he's like, too true, too true. But, unfortunately, we are not celebrities. And if we were to take them off your hands, there is every possibility he would not look upon us as fondly as he might you.
1: Hmm. But how would he know that you have it? You are professionals, after all, aren't you?
0: We are professionals, but word can get around. I, mm, nah. Not even the word will get around, merely that it could, and that possibility is one that ushers us into a certain amount of caution. That's how you become a professional, after all.
1: Now you don't have to lecture me about professionalism. Well.
0: Sorry. I set a fire in my last job. Um. <laughs> any 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 he nods he's like i'm sure i'm sure i just mean that uh there will be a certain security fee i would say deducted hmm. from any uh, any transactions that will occur
1: i see that is of course uh, very understandable
0: i'm glad you see it
1: just uh, how understandable though remains to be seen
0: Here's uh, I was going to try to write a custom move. Uh, I didn't really have time, but here's the the, uh, the 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 here's the gist of it. This negotiation move that I was working on. Um, you can roll charisma, yeah, and on a ten plus, they only take ten uh, percent, and on a seven and nine, they take twenty five percent.
1: What if I fail?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, then they might do something. Something else might happen. Oh no. <laughs> If you, okay. fail- I mean, if you fail, it's the same failure condition of every other move in the game, which just means I get to make true, a move true. as hard as I want.
2: You yeah. show him your papers. You're a sheriff's deputy. You arrest these fools.
0: <laughs> oh boy, that sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a very good idea. To go into this guy's <laughs> den of crime and, and 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 try to arrest him. You're the famous <laughs> Steve Bell. You can do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can arrest anyone. Oh no, yeah. So I will roll charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a nine.
0: Okay. So, um, he kind of says, A mere 25% security fee. <sighs> Considering the assured value of these items, I can't imagine you will be that sore with what you end up with.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess it's a trouble carrying these around.
0: Hmm. I can only imagine.
1: I have plenty more back at home, of course
0: of course of course and um, you hear this kind of like ch- like raspy chuckle come out of lantern's light
1: <laughs> what the fuck is this still uh, <laughs> now i have one request however certainly for repeat customers you would of course offer a discount right
0: uh, and he kind of he kind of laughs and he's he's got this big cigar <laughs> He takes a puff of it and he says, Well, of course, this sort of security fee is, is one, you know, that mostly pertains to uncharted waters, you might say. Once we know the lay of the land or sea or however it may be, we will, of course, be more amenable to unjusted. Hmm. Uh, of course.
1: And you would, of course, put a good word... On my behalf, to your friends, oh. if if the transaction is uh to your benefit.
0: Oh, I believe I have a number of com- of, of friendly acquaintances that would be just as happy to help you out in, in any future endeavors.
1: That's lovely. Thank you so much. It is wonderful doing business with you.
0: As with you, Miss Bell. So, what do you can you like run down the the loot you got? Like, what do you pull out and like sell to these dudes?
1: I think he's. I think she t- starts with like uh, a lot of uh, rings. So it's like taking them one by one out. And like, uh, hmm, what else? Uh, the, there's a crystal. Uh, did I say a crystal globe? Crystal, crystal skull. Yeah, the, the skull.
0: Are you gonna sell I'm the like, skull?
1: I'm not sure. I really like the skull. I think I kind of want to decorate uh, my quarters with the skull. <laughs> Nice. So, so I think uh, it's just like a bunch of rings and like chains and like whatever to Admiral is wearing. And,
0: uh. All right. So, Tiku, you, um, yeah, you hand all this stuff out. And, uh, um, yeah. He looks through and he says, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. I believe if I was to appraise this as one would, uh, as a deducting our fee, of course, at, uh, $300. How does that suit with you?
1: Yes, I think that sounds quite agreeable.
0: Fantastic. Uh Mr. Light's lantern, could you get me my billfold, please? And he this this guy, this black cat stands up and, and like goes behind him to like a uh, like mm-hmm. an end table where like a wallet is sitting and picks it up and hands it over to him. Um, which he could have just gotten himself. He could reach it, but it's you know he's mm-hmm. that kind of dude. Yeah. And, uh, he, he unlocks Billfold and he flips out one, two, three, four, five, six fifty dollar bills. Um, hmm. and he has a thick stack of bills on this Billfold. Nice. Um, so this is, this is, this is definitely like, like him showing off his wealth because <laughs> bills in Galeria only start at twenty dollars. I see. Um, anything lower is is coins. There's a five dollar coin and a one dollar coin. Okay. Um, and yeah, so he, he you get the you get six fifty dollar bills, which adds up to three hundred dollars in Galarian coin. Cool. Yeah, uh, and he says, "A pleasure doing business with you. May the uh, sky ever be open above you."
1: Oh. A f- pleasure doing business with you as well. I hope to see you again.
0: He, he nods, and then, and then, like, kind of, does he does he does the thing where, like, when someone gets a lot of poker chips, and they just kind of pull it all <laughs> towards themselves. Um, no, actually, I think he's got like a he's got like a um, like a one of those like puller things, like a um, like a rake that you mm-hmm. that like he just picks it up and pulls it all towards him off the table <laughs> with without like moving.
1: Yeah. Uh, how does the game turn out?
0: Um. I don't know. Uh, I guess you can, if you want, you can roll intelligence to see if you win.
1: <laughs> that's my bad, but I will try. That's my bad stat.
0: <laughs> you got be, be smart to, to kids' bluffs.
1: Oh, wait, it's not my badest stat, but it's not a very good stat. Oh, I rolled an 11.
0: Looks like you, looks like you win. Uh, yeah. You don't win anything because you just got paid. Yeah. The, the game's mostly a, a means of like moving the money back and forth. But yeah. It's, uh, you still win the game.
1: That's, that's very good too. Kids very happy. And winning the game.
0: He says, You are an admirable player, Ms. Bell. And a good liar.
1: Oh, I thank you.
0: Mm. <laughs> a very good liar.
1: My specialty. One of them.
0: Come back sometime, we'll see if I can't break that streak.
1: Sure. I'd love to.
0: And uh yeah, so what, what do you do you just you leave?
1: Yeah, I think uh not with the mask. I think she goes back to the same alley to take off the mask on the <laughs> right.
0: What? On like Henshin is like when you transform in a like a magical
1: oh. ah, or a Sentai yes. thing. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So yeah, you've you've completed your your illicit deed for the day, and you now you're going to um to regroup with with uh Zara. Fantastic. What is Zara doing right now? What is Zara doing right now?
2: Well, Charlie Axel and I had a little fun at the university. Um, we got pointed, uh, in a direction that I think that might lead us to our destination. So I am just going to go back to where Nemo and Eustace, uh, was told to meet us. Tiuku said she would meet us there later. So I'm going there. Probably may have some food, right. but u- ultimately I'm just like, all right, let's get ready and get going. Yes.
0: So you, yeah, you, um, it's called the Silver Stern. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a, it is a nice, uh, upscale in, it's like a hotel effectively. Um, like, um, it's got a lobby with a bar, uh, meeting like a, like a, you know, restaurant sort of situation. And then behind it, there's, there's like a set of staircases that lead up into, into rooms. Um, I think Nemo and, um, Eustace are in the lobby. They've already loaded all the rooms and stuff up. So they're kind of just hanging out. Nemo is, Nemo's got like his, his feet up, um, on like an ottoman and he's kind of lounging, and Eustace is, uh, I think he's got, like, his notebook open, and he's taking notes and, and like, writing down thoughts.
2: Well, I'm going to wait for Tiyuku to come, so I just have to, I don't have to tell everybody twice.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm going to get some food.
0: So, yeah, so, so do you, like, go and sit by them with your food, or do you eat by yourself and then <laughs> you go and...
2: Uh, no, I'll go and your... sit by them, and Charlie, I'm buying food for Charlie Axel as well.
0: Oh, uh-huh. hell yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, Thank you so much, says Charlie Axel. Um, what? All right, what kind of? I think it's like a buffet.
2: Oh, is it like continental breakfast?
0: Yeah, I think it's like a continental breakfast, but like it's lunchtime or dinner time. Cool, cool. So, um, what kind of what kind of stuff do you get?
2: Hmm. Well, uh, Galeria is a lot of like vine, uh, like based. Yeah, it's
0: it's very, it's very like, (laughs) like um. Like Mediterranean cuisine, I Great. think.
2: Great. So I'm gonna about. get a bunch of olives and um uh-huh. like I'm gonna get a salad, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, I'm gonna get a salad with uh, yeah, some cheese on it. Ooh, yeah. The, not
0: like, ooh, like, like feta oh, cheese.
2: Yeah, mm, maybe some chicken too. Maybe some chicken and feta.
0: And Charlie Charlie goes to gyro? Sure. Oh some you know, some lamb in a in a nice whatever they call that bread. Pita bread? This is just like a- Pita bread, pita? yeah. And he also gets some olives, and he, he Charlie actually takes two olives and he puts his, them on the tips of his fingers. And he says, Hey, Miss Fontaine, look, I'm an alien.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. What the hell, what the hell is he talking <laughs> do, 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 Like, like, like eye stocks?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, that's yeah, based- really something, Charlie.
0: <laughs> He's like wiggling his little fingers okay, with the, with, with the with the olives on the end. Uh,
2: I'm going to say well that's that's really something Charlie. Uh, you know what's really interesting about that is that uh, some have said that in the deepest parts of the ocean uh, there are fish with uh, eyes just like those. so you wouldn't even need to come from another planet. You could get that kind of thing right on here in the archipelago uh, as long as you go deep enough.
0: Oh wow he says and he eats one of the olives off his finger. And that's, a, that's really cool. That's
2: exactly what oh. its predators do to it. He eats the eyes, scoops the eyes, and eats them right off their stocks.
0: <laughs> and then they he can't see and they fingers. can't get away,
2: so it's much easier for the predators to catch them.
0: Oh, wow. Say, he like looks at his fingers and wiggles them. He says, the bottom of the sea is a hell unlike any other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I... It's pretty actually. I I think it's pretty amazing, but uh, to each their own.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It just sounds that sounds like really scary. Well, (laughs) it's a
2: little scary, but once you understand the science behind it, it's really just you know. I mean, well, um, think about it. You know, uh, the wolf uh, eats the rabbit. The rabbit eats the grass. uh, The uh, bees pollinate the flowers. Um, It's it's just. That that kind of thing is just normal to us, but to somebody who grew up with the eye stalks and eating the eyes, that would look really weird and scary. Things running around on four legs on the ground, not in the water at all.
0: Okay, so you're saying to some fish I might be a monster. Right. Okay. I hope I don't scare any fish. I don't like to scare people.
2: I don't think you have to worry about that. Fish have very tiny brains. <sniffs>
0: That Nemo kind of like snickers at that from from where he's sitting and, uh, and I think he's got like his hands behind his head he 's got like an empty plate in front of him that he's already like finished eating by the time you've come up and he says, "Hello, Ms Fontaine. How was your day today? Did you get much progress done
2: uh, well uh, perhaps I had a suspicion that the bell tower in the university might contain the uplink, but it didn't. Although fortunately, we I did receive notice of a uh, of a, a, it was like an ancient guard tower, right? Yeah. Of a stone tower, very old, to the east of here, north of Fondant. And I suspect that may be where we're looking for. Um. Also, in the area, a certain professor, Orion Montauk, has gone missing. I hope it's not con- connected.
0: Uh, Nemo's like eyes kind of narrow, and he says, Montauk's missing?
2: That's according to Dean Dean Royale. Hmm.
0: That's worrisome. And he sits up and he says, "Do you know what Orion Montauk's thesis was on?"
2: Uh, I probably might. What was it on? That, maybe I I'll roll, roll spot was Lord? Titans.
0: Uh, you could roll spelllore. Yeah,
2: I'll roll spelllore. I want to roll spelllore just to see if I know. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I got a nine.
0: Okay, so you remember you remember him him it being about like um, you know, old civilizations, lost civilizations.
2: It was about ancient civilizations, wasn't it?
0: It was about the Titans' kingdom. Uh, Montauk believed that there was a lot that could be gained by a more proactive approach to archaeology. He wanted to scour the the archipelago for any any relics of the of the titan era because he believed that there might be something in there that would be useful for the people of today kind of ironic given the circumstances
2: so why didn't why didn't uh, lady deeplore ask for his help no, no offense sir
0: because he's old and and eccentric and
2: under my breath, I'm wondering, yeah, we wouldn't know anything about eccentricity.
0: That's eccentricity. Yeah, that's um, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, besides, I already learned everything he could teach. So, <laughs> Deep isn't the only person I studied under. I'm what you might call a multidisciplinarian. Is that so? Yeah. Do well, you, you think uh, astronomy is all that goes into celestialism?
2: You know what, I don't pick a fight, no, I I just uh sort of like shrug <laughs> and look awkwardly away and eat my food. Okay for T. Uh,
0: which I think we can just have Tiuku arrive now. Good.
2: Yeah. Oh Tiuku, is that you? Come over here. Here, I've got you a plate of food right here. Come join our conversation. Oh Hello, that is very lovely. Yes. Thank you. I got you. a pita. Nice.
0: He holds it in the air.
1: Looks like red. Yeah.
0: Munch, munch, munch.
2: <laughs> eh, and I explain everything to TUQ. I, I, I repeat mm-hmm. everything oh. I told uh, mm-hmm. Nemo. Yeah.
0: And uh, Nemo's got like his, he's like resting his hand, his head on his hand and he says, What about you, Miss Campana? Campania? What'd you do? Oh, you?
1: I don't think that's the name I'm going to go by here, but uh, wait, do I?
0: Charlie actually did I, did... looks up and he's like, Wait, what's your name?
1: Oh. Oh, it's Duke Bell. Oh. But don't go spray that around.
0: Okay. (laughs) Keep it keep it on the down low. I see. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Kinda like hunches over a little bit. (laughs) To eat its bread sneakily.
1: (laughs) Uh I had a very, very profitable day indeed.
0: Well how about that?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Also met uh Ford's parents. What? (laughs) Wait, wait, Ford's parents live here? Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. Mm-hmm. Well, how how was that? Very lovely. Uh, very nice people. I'm a little surprised that uh, someone like Ford came from, well, you know, this place.
1: Uh, His dad gave me some stuff. He's a doctor. A doctor? Wow. Yeah. Uh, old lady found this northeast of here. It's a pink thing. It's a pink group. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Tuku, Tuku just like slams to the table.
0: It <laughs> goes thump.
2: I adjust my glass goggles and take a little gander at it.
0: So it is this, it is this kind of lump of pink stuff. Um, on the, when you, when Tuku puts on the, on the, on the ground, on the thing, um, it's warmed up a bit in Tuku's like bag and so it is like a little bit more, like softer, so it kind of like goops a little bit. Hmm. Okay. But it's still solid.
2: I'm going to sort of like uh, flip my goggles down and flip up a couple, um, you know, lenses and sort of like look at it more closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a move called Let Me See That. I May mean, I, I think I okay. can use it here when you take a few moments to handle or examine something interesting.
0: Yeah, it's just something interesting. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um. So I can... Uh, ask two of the following questions the gm must answer truthfully what does this do who Uh made this what's wrong with this and what's been done to recently this so i'm gonna ask what does this do
0: um i think okay so here's here's one way um you like poke and prod at it and you like take a little bit and you pull it Mm -hmm. um and it like pulls like taffy or chewing gum until it like a piece breaks off Charlie's like, oh, wow, that looks neat. And he like goes and pulls out a little bit of it.
2: Well, uh, careful, Charlie. Th- this may be dangerous. Do I get any like sense that this is magic in any way?
0: Mm, it's magic <laughs> adjacent.
2: Uh, th- this may have some magic in it. And as we all know, that can be very dangerous. So, so please be careful with that, Charlie. And-, and let me figure out what it is first.
0: Okay. Anyway. Sticks out his tongue and licks it.
2: Oh god. It
0: happens? <laughs> and Nemo Nemo like chuck like looks over and he says, Well, we've got a born geologist.
2: <laughs> Licking rocks <rats laughs> is like a fucking running joke, not just in this campaign, but in every campaign we run. But,
0: yeah. It's it's a rich vein. Oh god. Um, but um Tish, it's another mining joke. Anyway. Oh, oh. <laughs> um oh.
2: God, <laughs> I just needed to scream real quick. Come on. No worries.
0: So Charlie licks it and his like ears perk up and his eyes get all shiny. He's like, "Oh man, it's really sweet." And he starts to eat it.
2: S- Charlie, don't put that in your mouth. Is it just bubble gum? Oh,
0: It's it's like it's like um, saltwater taffy.
2: What the fuck?
0: But it, when you eat it, if do you try it, sir? No. <laughs>
2: T'yuku's gonna oh, try uh, it.
0: Wait. Uh, okay, what <laughs> happens to
2: Charlie Axel?
0: <laughs> um, he says it. Um, well, I'm not hungry no more, and he starts to pat his tummy. Oh. And I feel pretty good. Um, yeah. Tiuku, you ate it. How does Tiuqiu feel?
1: I think Tiuqiu only eat like tiny bits.
0: If Tiuqiu had had any damage, um, she would have healed one hit point for eating a, a, nice. a pinch of it.
2: Huh. Um. Interesting. I'm, I'm gonna take a little nibble too.
0: Yeah, it, it feels, um, it's very filling, mm-hmm. and it feels, like, revitalizing.
2: Hmm. Uh interesting. And I'm gonna just spin off, because I think I got this, and I'm smart, so I can say, I can, I can know, intuit things. Um, well, mm-hmm. th- th- actually, this, this might be a similar compound to what's found in, in healing potions. Similar.
0: Similar, hmm. but solid, says Nemo. Like, he, he's not lounging anymore, he's, like, sit up, and, like, is looking... At the stuff, and he's poking the the block that you have.
2: I get to uh, I get to ask one more question. Uh huh. Who made this?
0: Hmm. I know who made it. I don't know how. The answer can be Zara. You don't know. It's um looking at it. Okay, so looking at it, it looks like I don't know how people make taffy, but it it's not sugar. This isn't made of sugar. It's sweet to the taste, but it isn't just like spun sugar that's been like like pulled in a taffy machine. This is something else, and it's so finely made that you don't know how someone could have made it.
2: But it's made.
0: This is fabricated. Okay,
2: so this is not something that somebody got out of a tree or a rock or something. No. Got it. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. There is no way this is naturally occurring, but whoever made this is, uh, <laughs> well, they know their stuff. Uh, oh, I-, I would love to meet whoever made this. Um, this is, this is exciting. Uh, uh solid magic is, incredibly hard to make and, and and a diluted solid magic would be would be uh, almost impossible. And there's a reason my little batteries are liquid and so are healing solves. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um and Nemo's Nemo's like sat up and he's like kinda looking at it too, and he says Do you think this might be Titan Tech? Hmm.
2: Well, uh on the one hand, it certainly could be, I mean, but I feel like we might be jumping to conclusions just a little bit. I mean, every amazing piece of magical technology we come across isn't necessarily going to be Titan tech, and food items are probably a lot harder to preserve like this than, you know, even the uh, Fontanium or the Celestial Armature frames. Uh, Even though those kept very well for thousands of years, I I don't necessarily feel it's, it's a reasonable assumption to make at this time.
0: Okay. And Nemo Nemo kind of scratches his chin and says, "So you don't think it's something that could have been kept this long?
2: It it certainly could have, but I feel that would be a leap of logic. That's all.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, just let me say, Zara, this uh, recipes
2: do exist. Yes, th- that's what I'm saying. I, I, I I'm <laughs> not sure it was ah. it was made. It might have been made more recently. Just because it's just ah. because it's edible. I wouldn't eat anything that's two thousand years old."
0: So what do you think that means?
2: Again, I it may be related to the Titans, but it it might not be.
0: All right. Well, do you do you have a hypothesis? Right. And he, he like puts his hands on his 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 chin in his hand and says, like, Come on, Zari, you're a, you're a scientist."
2: <laughs> um I I think for a second and I'm going to say um you know what? I I want to just think and I want to th- rack my brain for what I know and see if anything I've got in my Oh, I pull out the, um, the grimoire. Um. Yeah. I pull out my, um, I pull out the spell grimoire and I start flipping through it, seeing if there's anything like this in there.
0: Okay. So. Um, yeah, so that gives you a plus one to. Spot lore. Uh huh. So
2: I'm gonna roll plus. Okay, so I'm just gonna roll a plus one with, to intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I got a ten. That is, uh. Yeah, a
0: ten, that means you get something, uh, impressive. It's something useful and interesting. And you flip through it, you flip through it. And like, so parts of this are, um, magical inscriptions, runes, glyphs, arcane sigils. Some of them are like weird, almost arcane, esoteric blueprints for stuff. Maybe, maybe some things that might give you like ideas on how to build some stuff in the future. Um, and then some of it is like journals. And a lot of the journals are hard for you to read. Like the ciphers are still giving you trouble, Mm -hmm. but you flip to one. And it talks about long detachment food sources. Um, and it, it's this account of description of a machine that the Titans used whenever they would go on long tours out into the wastes, it says.
2: Into the wastes? Yeah. Have I heard that before? No. Okay, good.
0: That they had something on their ship that they could request sustenance. Um, it says a lot of times, like it says over and over, you have to be polite. You have to ask nicely. And then it mentions these pink bars of food that they that would, that would come out and would be easily, de- like easily digestible. You'd eat them and it would keep you going all day. And, um, this is a mechanical thing that I'm telling you is that a full bar heals 15 HP.
2: Wow.
1: Nice. That's
2: my whole HP. Wow. Does it say how long they keep?
0: Um, it's a, like a day or two.
2: Well, I have good news and bad news. Okay. The good news is that this is Titan Tech. You are right. It seems like some sort of machine makes it, spins it from from raw magic power. And the bad news is that it says that this machine, the food that comes from it, only lasts a day or two, which means somebody just made this.
0: Is that bad news?
2: It means that somewhere there's Titan Tech that is not being used by us. Hmm. Huh. Color me cautious, but I- I'd say that's probably bad news.
0: Nemo nods and like leans back in his chair. So I guess part of our job now is finding and reclaiming this technology. Right? Maybe
2: we should just head out now. Get a head start.
0: Um I'd be I would be for that. He um he checks his watch, which is not a watch. I think he's got like a like a hourglass. Timepiece, but it's like it's like a gyroscopic hourglass. So like, no matter what which way he's holding his hand, it always like is facing the correct direction, which I think is a cool little little ocean punk thing. He mm-hmm. um, says, "Well, we have a couple hours of sunlight left, but it's going to get dark pretty soon. Do you want to be traipsed around the, the f- woods in the darkness?"
2: I mean, I have no problem with that. I flip on the light switch on my uh, uh, goggles.
0: <laughs> All right. That sounds like you are. It sounds like you're feeling it. Okay. And and Nemo stands up and he says, "Do you want us all to come with you or is this a uh duo mission?"
2: I look over at Tsukio and I and I say, uh, "Well, more people couldn't hurt I'm funny the way. Um- but I uh, I'm well, I'm worried this might be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie, uh, if you want, you can stay here. No, but I'm gonna, am gonna help, Charlie. This might be very dangerous.
0: And he kind of straightens up and he gives a salute. He's not gonna decide to not go. If you're worried about him getting hurt, you have to tell him to not go.
2: I sort of, I, you know what? No, but he's a resourceful guy. Like he's, and he's also like a sneaky guy, which will help us at night. So I'm like, uh, I sort of smile and I say, "Okay, then, let's go." Hell yeah! Uh,
0: and he just like looks at his notebook and puts it down and says. I'm gonna put this in my room, and then I'll be right back down. All right. He just goes upstairs and and then comes back down, like with his jacket on. He says, "We are gonna have to sleep at some point, you know."
2: I've burned the midnight oil more than once.
0: All right, y'all are the boss, sis. Hmm. Lead the way.
2: Uh, Tuka's gonna
1: stash her most of her like her money in her room, so she's not going out with the. Over 300 uh, Gallerian dollars.
0: <laughs> Fair. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And she's going to hide them well. How how long a journey is it to this tower that I
0: saw? I would say that each square maybe is an hour.
2: So sev- a seven hour trek.
0: Be a seven hour trek, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, And what time is it now?
0: 4.30 in the afternoon.
2: So we'd be getting there around na- in the dead of night.
0: The dead of night, yeah.
2: That might be good, though might be. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're expecting any danger, then we'll have to drop on them, and we've got two sneaky people. I think this is a good idea. Yeah. Like, I think Zara thinks this is a good idea, too. I'm gonna say this to Tiyuku and Charlie. I'm going to say, like, listen, I... I... I Maybe call me paranoid, but this kind of stuff, you know, I mean, it's a little bit dangerous. I mean, the last time we found any Titan tech, we had to fight a big monster for it, and 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 with people missing, and with people there, I just, I just think maybe it's better if we can... I mean... Tiku and, and Charlie, you, you two can like sneak into places, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sneaky guy. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's a good idea, right? Right. It's mm-hmm. a good idea, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's fucking,
0: he's Mister Mister Axel's got two thumbs up.
1: Yeah. The thing is, do you think monsters sleep? Everybody
2: has to, right? True.
0: How if you're a, a machine, man? bop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or like a rock monster That doesn't need to eat, or like an elemental being of fire. Hmm. I I, th- I can think of a sort of stuff that doesn't need to sleep. Vampires.
1: I I think vampires sleep. We
2: sleep uh, that day. Wait, do are do we know vampires? Or are vampires a thing?
0: I don't know. Are vampires a thing?
2: Um, vampires are. Well, I mean, they're probably a thing, but like, they're probably like secret. Yeah, probably
1: fiction at least
0: Charlie Charlie says, do they sleep or do they wait? They sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,
2: we get going. All right, you get going. We set off. And how are the calves being transported?
0: That's a good question. Are they? they are in, they're in warehouses right now.
2: Oh, we're bringing that shit, right? I, I'll ask Nemo and Eustace. Hi, do you think we should bring the
0: calves? Oh, man. I think you definitely could. Uh... They
2: might help with uh, activation.
0: True, the, the uplink could be rather large. Oh, man. And um, he looks at... Uh, I'm going to look at the occult serendipity. It's ostentatious and loud.
1: <laughs> Maybe we
2: should wait until nighttime. Gonna,
0: I, I just mean, are you going to bring that on a sneaking mission? And if so...
2: Um, this is starting to make me think that the nighttime idea is bad. Maybe we should just wait until
0: the morning. On the other hand, the Mistral is svelte. It is fast and quiet and camouflaged. Um, so if you were going to, if you were going to bring only one, you could bring the Mistral.
2: Fuck that. I'm bringing mine. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a snowball's chance in hell of my being without a robot. Yeah. I mean, we could always just bring it and not activate it. Like if, if we don't need it, we don't need it. Hooray for us.
0: No. Yeah, for sure. Just for sure.
2: How
1: can we like transport them just like carts? through the forest? Carts. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Carts. Um. Okay. No, like I was, I was just had this this image in my head of like like Tuku carrying Zara in the Mistral back to town yeah. so she could get her mech and fight something.
2: Let's just bring it with. I don't want to. I don't want to risk like starting, <laughs> starting this thing in the town.
0: Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Like I've seen what these things can do, and they're going to destroy everything around them. If-
0: yeah, especially you with your like your meteor bow. So yeah, so so you you have to go and get your cart. All right, so here's the thing. Carts are going to make is going to make it a longer track.
1: That's fine. Okay.
0: Okay. So it's, I think that means makes each one an hour and a half. Um, so you have it, it, instead of it being seven hours, it is ten and a half. Ten and a half hours, yeah.
2: I did that math using my fingers. Ten and a half. So we're going to get there around two a.m. That's fine. I've stayed up late before. Um, I hate early yeah. mornings. I'm a night owl. I I build inventions. I stay up till all hours building <laughs> inventions. Mm-hmm. I'm a teeth. Yeah, teeth. Charlie's what? a raccoon. He's literally nocturnal.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he still sleeps at night because he's like a person now. Mm. He just lives normal person <laughs> hours. So I guess technically, the mechanic could could be nocturnal, and that that would have been a cool twist. Hmm. After yeah, you, you you walk and you walk for you know after five hours of walking, Charlie's like, I'm tired.
2: Uh, we're we're almost there.
0: Okay, and uh, Nemo, uh, not Nemo. um, Eustace just picks him up and like puts him on his shoulder. Oh.
1: uh-huh, I mean we could we could leave them here. No, don't don't
0: leave me here. He says weakly uh-huh. from from behind. Oh no. Um Wally
2: I wanna walk ahead with Tiuku a bit. And I wanna say um I wanna say like uh just to Tiyuku. I wanna make it so that no one else can hear. I'm gonna say uh Tiyuku. Mm-hmm. I uh, listen, I am not sure about a lot of this stuff and and it may be nothing. Uh, so, but I just wanted to tell you, and I sort of, like, open the Spellwright's Gournoir, and I, even though she can't read it, I, like, show her the page. Yeah. And I say, um, I say, this is the recipe for, you know, that thing you bought, and it references something here. Apparently, these machines existed on, on ships that the Titans would take into a place they called the waste, The Wastes. Oh. I don't like that. Neither do I. I have no idea what it means, Mm Tyoku. But whatever it is, you don't call it the wastes if it's a nice place. I mean, ironically, you could, I guess, but,
1: uh, I kinda doubt that. Right. Uh, And, uh, well, that's it. Okay. Well, let's just not go there. Yeah. Okay. I doubt this is the wastes, so I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to make you roll a perilous journey. Um, you don't have to worry about a quartermaster, but you do have to worry about your trailblazer and your Scout. Um, the trailblazer would would help you get there faster, and the scout will spot any trouble quick enough to let you get the drop on it.
2: I have really good wisdom, so um, I would like to be the sc- uh, I would like to be the scout if that's okay. Do our um, hirelings have any skills that would help us?
0: Not for this one. Okay. Um, the only, the only hireling skill that would help with this is called tracker. Um, and the other team has both of the trackers.
2: I am going, I would like to be the scout because I have two wisdom and I feel like I don't want anything to get the drop on us.
0: Okay. Tiku is, is trailblazer. Zara is scout. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Perfect.
2: Um, <laughs> I have night vision goggles.
0: You do. I know. So yeah, you're, you're actually pretty good, pretty qualified for this. Mm hmm. So yeah, roll really yourselves your perilous journey.
2: Uh which is plus wisdom, right? Yes. Wow, I got a
0: 13. But Zara I am, got I a, a 13.
2: I am still unstoppable. What the
0: <laughs> hell? <laughs> what? Um, so Zara, yes, you get a 13. Um, you got a 9, which means you all it takes the 10 and a half hours to get there. Um, mm-hmm. but Zara, you kind of you kind of be like, "I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna scout ahead um with your goggles." to make sure that nothing gets a drop on you. And you discover, as you're doing that, one, you see in the distance on the other side of this tower, um, you see lights in the distance of the forest. looks like fire, um, like torches or a campfire or something. And you hear, like, voices talking. Um, and then you also notice between that and you is somebody wearing dark clothes with a sack over their shoulder, sneaking away from the fire. Interesting.
2: I um I whisper about this too. I say uh, I say okay. Uh, there's a, some sort of camp over there, and I'm gonna guess that that is the uh the archaeological society. But uh, Charlie, I, yeah, I point what? out, and I, I I sort of take off my goggles and slap them on Tiuu's head and point, and I say, Do you see that guy in the black cloak? Yes. I mean, Zara, I can see the dark, but I yes, take off the yes, goggles yes, and put them back on my head, and I say, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who do you think that is?
1: Well, I'm just
2: guessing, but could that be the professor? Professor? Um, maybe. But if he was missing, why would he uh, be sneaking away from uh, a camp? He has a bag on his head.
0: No, he has a sack over his shoulder. This person.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I thought he had a bag on his head. Oh, never mind that then. Um, should we, should we investigate? Yeah. Uh, Detectives. Yeah. Hmm. You think Tuka's kind of like try to scoot in a little closer because this guy is like uh, sneaking away, right?
0: And you're not necessarily sure that it's a guy. Um. Also, yeah. You can't really tell just it's in the dark. Person. Mm.
1: Person is sneaking away. Yes. And uh... can I roll to discern realities?
0: Absolutely.
1: Oopsie! It's a six. No. Hey, I get to mark right?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you do get to write XP. What does that mean? Okay. Oh, I know what it means. <laughs> you, you, you. Uh, maybe, maybe you like, 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 step on a twig or something, or, or oh. something happens. Like, there's a branch that gets. Oh, or Charlie can do it, or, or someone else. Like, um, maybe, maybe we maybe didn't t- tell the others why you were stopping, and then they like, kind of bump into you. <laughs> Um, and Zara, your headlamp just flashes right on. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see for a second, illuminated against the tree line, a, um, young looking Koshaki Hmm. with like, um, sort of like patchy, uh, black and orange fur and bright green eyes, um, wearing like kind of ragged clothes with like a, like a bag of stuff over their shoulder. And like their eyes go like to slits when they see you. And then they just fucking bolt. And just, and like running in the forest. And then you also hear from the opposite direction Hey, I think I see a light over there. Oh, no. Is that the person who's been stealing our stuff? <laughs> and you hear, uh, you hear, um, a num- number of, of, of foot like, like different footsteps, like running towards you. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm gonna run, uh, after the thief person. Uh
0: uh-huh.
2: Yeah, well, no, there's gonna be no thieving on your watch, too, Gu, so.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Tuku, the lawful bandit.
1: Law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna run after that person, the Koshaki. Okay. I'm gonna
2: panic and stay where I am. Indecision, nice. like looking each way and what, like I don't know where to go.
0: Perfect. So, <laughs> Tuku, you run, you bolt pat after this person. Um
2: mm-hmm.
0: And we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get take care of that second. First, yeah. Zara, you and Charlie and. Nemo and and Eustace are all kind of like just caught in the open as these three orc men, like not like young men, like these guys look like they're in their early 20s, maybe. All like run at you. One of them's, um, the one in the front has like a torch, and then the one in the back, uh, one behind him has a, like a wood chopping axe.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: Like a camping I mean, axe, basically. Yeah, yeah. In his hands. The one in the front the, who like runs up first is just like tall. Lithe, extremely handsome orc. Um, he's got like really like nicely coiffed hair. Um, that's kind of pinned, it's pinned up because it's the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep like the curls and stuff. And he's got these really graceful ibex horns. No, Addax horns. Um, that like they're oh, curly yeah. like screw horns. Addax is spelled ADDAX. If you want to like look up the type of horned animal that his horns look like. The guy behind him is big and beefy and like very gruff looking um he looks like the kind of kid who grows a beard in 7th grade um <laughs> grown up he's this t- big tall barrel-chested guy with long long hair it's in a braid uh and these really big like big horner horns um mm-hmm. and he actually looks really familiar to you Zara um, cuz he looks ag- almost exactly like his dad uh the culture admiral
2: how <laughs> Okay, so he looks so like it looks like a young culture admiral, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, except a little bit more rougher on the edges. Culture admiral was like slick. Sure, this yeah. This guy sure. looks like kind of rough and tumble. And then behind them is this kind of scrawny dude with um, glasses and what kind of horns does he have? Oh, yeah. Um, so Tularin, the big guy, has ibex horns. If you've ever seen an ibex sheep, uh, the other one has like ram horns that are like just kind of curl around his ears. Okay. Um, like Marco from Saga. Sure. Um, and he's got like glasses on and he's got like really tousled hair. And he's the only one that looks like he was like really trying to sleep. The other two look like they've been awake. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of like also got a torch and he's like ringing up the back. Um, and this handsome guy like runs out and he says, Halt! Be ye bandits, scallions!" <laughs>
2: uh, no, we be, uh, Zara Fontaine and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and I say And renowned celestialist uh, Bartimaeus Nemo
0: <laughs> Um, The guy behind the one in front Tularin, the big the big beefy boy He says, never heard of him Ooh <laughs> Is that
2: so? Um, we're not bandits uh, Nemo, Eustace we, you help me out here?
0: <sighs> Nemo walks up front And he says Guys, guys, there's no need for this kind of aggression. It's the middle of the night. We've been walking for ages. We're tired. We're not going to steal any of your stuff. Um, And this is Nemo using his minstrel skill, his hero's welcome ability. And um, he's like, you might not have heard of me, but I did publish a few fairly, I would say, popular theses. And the guy in the back, uh, the, the nerdy one with the glasses says, uh, I've heard of him. He's, he's a pretty big deal. He says, thank you. I'm a pretty big deal. Now, I understand that you've got some sort of thing going on and you're in luck because, and he pats Zara on the, on the back and like kind of pushes her forward a little bit. You've got a bona fide hero right here. Empowered by the Culture Admiral himself to help the people of Galeria. Isn't that right, Zara?
2: I I scramble into my belongings and pull out the badge and show it and I say ah, ah, that's it that's exactly right Uh Gregarius himself
0: And Tulrin puts the axe down and says You talked with Dad?
2: Uh, y- your father is Gregarious Pirinew?
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't I look like him? I'm look at me. And it like like <laughs> like <laughs> he's got like a like a sleep robe on you can see he's got the same chest hair that his dad has <laughs> oh Jesus
2: oh wow that's that's really something yes i I spoke with your father a couple days ago
0: so my dad got the letter about the the thieves that have been stealing from our camp oh well no oh no
2: I, no actually um we're out here on a slightly different business but um we, part of that business may involve looking for uh, this missing professor of yours, Orion Mortac Or Orion Montauk?
0: Ugh, the egghead. All right. Well, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go make some sausages. And Tulin just walks away. And, uh, um.
2: Might we join you at your camp?
0: And the, the handsome one, like, looks down and says, Of course. Uh, my apologies for a rough introduction. Tulan can be a little bit gung ho. About protecting his possessions.
2: Oh, uh, that that reminds me. We're very gung-ho about protecting our possessions, too. So we have these carts, and you're not going to look... Just don't look at them. Don't look in them. Don't look under the sheet. There's nothing under there.
0: <laughs> uh, and he looks behind you, and he says, I see. I turn back well, and
2: wink at Nemo.
0: <laughs> well, I assure you that none of us would even think to look into anybody else's belongings.
2: Right. It's, there's so much uninteresting things there that it's just not worth your time.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And he holds out his hand and says, "My name is Providence Castor. I'm the president of the Belvedere University Archaeological Society."
2: Uh, Zara Fontaine, at your service. Oh, and uh, this is uh, Charlie Axel, um, Eustace Flynn, and Bartimaeus Nemo.
0: Charlie, Charlie, uh, salutes. Eustace is like, "Yeah, Eustace Flint, pleasure." Uh,
2: Sorry, I, I would have said use this one. My bad. No
0: worries. He says, uh, "I'm a engineer." And he says, "Ah, a train maker. How incredible!" Well, this is my my good friend Galileo Ponsora, the uh, brains of the operation. <laughs> and Galileo kind of adjusts his glasses, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the brains." I'm going to go see if there's any coffee to brew. Galileo walks away and he says, Providence says, well, fantastic. Come on, come on in. It's uh the more the merrier. And he leads you back to his camp, which is this super plush, bougie campsite. Christ.
2: <laughs> um
0: They have set up. um
2: Is this like that one episode of Parks and Rec where uh Sky Mall, you ever, what's his name? Tom Haverford gets everything like Sky Mall, like he's camping, but he's got like an Xbox and shit.
0: It is effectively that, yeah. They um they they've set up a like two like street lamps almost. Um mm-hmm. these tall like oil lamp like fixtures that they put on on two sides of the campsite. And then there's a there's a there, there's a big campfire in the middle. And they've got um basically what is an RV. Um it's a big wagon that is unfolded into like what is effectively a small house. Mm-hmm. With like these really plush beds. Uh, and he's like, I apologize for the lack of creature comforts. It's uh you know, it's tough roughing it out here.
2: Uh, yeah, it looks like it.
0: And they uh they, they go through the cooler and like yeah, a cooler, they have a cooler, they have a nice chest as part of this. tool starts pulling out like like pat like links of sausages and he says The goddamn thieves got in here again. They stole half our mangoes, they stole all my grapefruits and they stole the ribeye. And he slams it shut. And he says, yes, it seems like there's some sort of um, food thief operating in these woods. It might be some sort of animal, or we're not really sure, but they've been terrorizing us. And uh, Caster, like, ha- uh, pro- uh, Turin has the has the axe in one hand. Is he's like, yeah, just only because I haven't been able to get my hands on him. He waves the axe around.
2: Well, uh, may- maybe they're just hungry.
0: Hmm. Like, Providence looks like he's considering it. <laughs> and 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 Turin's like, well, if they're hungry, they can get their own food. This is my food. I brought these grapefruits, special from home. He sits down, kind of grumpily. <laughs> Providence is like, you'll have to excuse Túrin. He's uh he can get a bit grumpy when he doesn't have his uh, blood sugar up.
2: Ah, uh, that that's quite all right. Um. Anyway, like I said, uh, I I sort of, like, look at Nemo. I say, we're out here looking for something. And I sort of, like, look at Nemo, like, is it okay to tell people? Like, does he give me a little nod? Like, yeah, let's trust these guys.
0: I think he gives you, like, a shrug, like, as your decision. Oh, for fuck's sake.
2: Um, (laughs) Very helpful ass. Anyway, um, so I I turn back and I say, we're out here looking. uh, We're hoping to examine that old tower, actually. We, We think something in there might be useful to us.
0: The tower? Providence kind of like strokes his chin where he's got like the first wisps of a beard, Mm -hmm. and he says, "Funny, we actually thought the same thing. It seems to be like the oldest structure in the in the area, but uh, the whole thing's trapped all hell."
2: Is that so? Uh, Old traps?
0: I don't know. Uh, uh, Providence, uh, not Providence, uh, Tularen. You uh, you got that log in the head? Would you say that was an old log or a new log? And um Túrin like kind of throws the axe on the ground. Like he embeds it in a stump in the in the clearing, and he says, "I'd call it kindling."
2: Okay, Mr. Macho here. Um, not very helpful, <laughs> but all right. Um, I I'm going to sort of think about it. Think like think to myself. Well, good thing we have a famous thief. And um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't think we have to worry about that. After all, uh, we're heroes, so. And danger is our middle name.
0: Um, <laughs> I was about to have someone be like, I thought your middle name was this, but those, those jokes have been made before. Yeah, um, is my middle name. And uh, Providence says, well, fantastic. Um, would you mind being such a fantastic hero? We would love to get a look at those ruins. Uh, I, I think heroes, would, adventurers, could maybe spare some time to escort some scholarly young gentlemen
2: well uh, if it is as dangerous as you say then i'm i can't exactly condone visiting uh, without special training or equipment but i do respect the uh desire for scholarly insight so um we'll see
0: and uh, we will of course be able to and he looks over at Tularin, uh compensate you for any your assistance tularen like pulls out a uh like, he he, he, he like, reaches into his robe and pulls out a billfold and <laughs> waves it.
2: Tell you about that billfold later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, maybe.
2: <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to sort of, like, uh, like look at it for a moment, and then I say, I'll go adjust my glasses and say, we'll see.
0: Of course, of course. And he, like, kind of lets the, the matter drop there. Now you're you're hoping to find what exactly in that area? And actually I think this is probably like on that question, uh, as you explain to him whatever you choose to explain to him, we cut to Tyuku, Um okay. running through the forest after that Koshaki. Now, how what's your what's your method of, of chase? How do you how do you chase people?
1: Uh is he running to a direction we have already been to
0: no they're they're running in this very in this very like um sort of like sort of like bouncing around um okay, j- jumping from like tree to tree and trying to trying to lose you as quickly as possible
1: yeah uh I think I think uh Teuku would also try to kind of sneakily run after, not like uh, stomping around just like she would want to try to anticipate where. This person's going uh-huh. like running a straight line, or just like yeah, and just like a try to shortcut there. Like
0: okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm about that. Yeah. I'm definitely about that. Um, how about you roll me a Defy Danger Dexterity? Cool. To to like make your way around them.
1: And I have rolled a nine.
0: A nine. Okay. So here's 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 what happens. Chiku, you are running. You are like softly padding through the forest after this person who's bolt, like, running, 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 running. Uh, and you're, you're able to, like, not corner them, but you're in a position where you could, like, strike if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You could, you could grab them. Um,
1: uh, can I just, like, drop on top of them? Just, like, you know, pin them down or uh, something?
0: Absolutely. Like, pounce on them like a jungle cat? Yeah. You can most certainly do that. So you, you, I love that. you, you pounce on them. You, uh, you could roll the nine, by the way. You pounce yeah. on them. And, um, so here's that here's that worst outcome. you pounce on them, you get them, you are on top of them, and they are they go, oh no, 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 we're just hungry. We we're just hungry, uh, and they're like oh. trying to talk you talk you out of like turning them in
1: Duke T- wasn't planning on turning them in anyway,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably, um, but, but do you say anything? Are you like just sitting on them like stoically?
1: uh no, I think I'm like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry. I just wanted to see what you got there
0: uh, uh um, okay. And they kind of like, um, you're sitting on top of me.
1: Oh, sorry. And Tuku gets out, just like,
0: Okay. Um, they, they like to sit up. This is Koshaki. They open their, their, their thing, and you can see that they have, um, like some coins in there, but mostly it's, it's Mm -hmm. grapefruits and mangoes and a big, like, chilled ribeye steak.
1: Tuku looks super disappointed, like, oh, oh, it's just food. I thought you got something really interesting. Uh,
0: no. We just needed needed to eat. Um, Who's we? And their their eyes, like, kind of flick behind you for a second, and you hear a click, and you hear from behind you, we're we.
1: Oh, hello.
0: Uh, And then you feel, like, a crossbow bolt, um, Mm. like, jab in the back of your back.
1: Hmm. Well, hello. Um, Your friend here has quite nice moves. As a thief.
0: And you hear the sigh, you hear this person about him say, Raspberry, what did I tell you about pilfering from those boys? And uh, Raspberry, uh, Raspberry Time is the name of this, uh, no, uh, Raspberry Saccharin is the name of this, Koshaki. Uh-huh. Um, they put up their hand and they say, I, I know, but just, <laughs> the bar's... You know the sweetness I- every day—it only goes so well. We kind of wanted, you know, something savory, something a little sour. <sighs> says yeah. the guy behind you, like sighs again. He says, "Well, now look what you did. You got yourself caught." By who are you?
1: Uh, my name is Tyuku and don't worry about me. I will not tell. I'll just say, if they ask, I'll say it was an animal. Don't <laughs> worry.
0: Sure. Amethyst. And then a bat goes over your head.